Welcome to the Business Finishing School Podcast. Stop the insanity. Eliminate the chaos. Bring simplicity, probability, and leverage as operating values into your business and personal life so you can do more, earn more, and improve your relationships. This is Business Growth Simplified. Here's your host, Business Finishing School founder, Rick Sapio. Welcome, everyone. This is Rick Sapio for another BFS message. It is the third Tuesday of the month, and you know what that means. Mindset. Business Finishing School has a three-legged stool that comprise what BFS is here to teach you about. And the BFS stool is represented by financial success, mindset, and principles and tactics. And I actually said it in the right order, finally, because on the second Tuesday of the month, we release a podcast on financial success. The third Tuesday has always been mindset, and the fourth Tuesday of the month is principles and tactics. And we're going to talk about mindset. I sent the blog out that I wrote a couple of weeks ago called What Does the 2020 Election Mean to You? And I'm going to entitle this podcast, The 2020 Election, What Do We Do Now? Question mark. So what do we do now? In the blog that I wrote, there was a quote from Martin Luther King, and it was so eloquent because it's really how I feel about life. He said, if I knew the world was going to end tomorrow, I would still plant an apple tree today. If I knew the world was going to end tomorrow, I would still plant an apple tree today. And what that really speaks to is there are a massive number, billions and billions or probably trillions of things happening outside in the world, outside in the universe, inside your own body. All kinds of things are happening that you have absolutely zero control over. And yet, we choose to spend our time, most of us, worrying about things, a small number of them. If you're going to worry about things, why not worry about everything? Whether your heart is going to beat in the next moment, whether your kids are going to be alive in the next moment. You get to understand the insanity of trying to take in and take on all of pop culture, all of politics, all of media, all of social media, all of games, uh, sports, etc. It really is a lesson in sanity, I think. So, you know, what do we do now? I think, and I always have said this for those that have been to our events, that the most important thing that any human being can do in their life is focus on their purpose, and focus on their five most important life priorities. And I would be willing to bet that your life priorities are not comprised of news, politics, social media, pop culture, sports, and all the stuff that we spend our life on. I would also be willing to bet if you added up all your internet friends, all your likes, that not too many of them would be around the bed on your deathbed. We spend so much time worrying about and thinking about people that are completely and totally inconsequential to us. And yet, 
on our deathbed, whether that's five years from now or 10 years from now or 100 years from now, you're going to have the people that you invested the most into. Those are the people that will be standing around your deathbed. And when you think about it from that context, who are those people? I would be willing to bet those are the same people that were most affected by your purpose. Those are the same people that were most affected by your priorities. So when I look at my hand, and I've got my hand open, I'm looking at my thumb and my four fingers and my palm. The first thing I see is my thumb, which is represented to me by my wife. So being a great husband and being a great father. So my thumb is my wife. My first finger is my health and fitness. That's very important to me. That's my index finger. My third finger is my purpose, which is my work. It's my purpose work. It's where my um, investment of time away from the house toward you know, creating value in the world and ultimately money for my family. That's my third finger. My fourth finger is key relationships. And my pinky finger, what it means to me, is learning and growth. My palm or my hand represents my creator. So my creator holds it all together. So when I look at my hand again, I've got my wife, which also means being a great father as well, and a great husband. Uh, health and fitness, then purpose and work. Then number four is uh, key relationships, and number five is learning and growth. And again, my palm is rep represents God, my creator. And what I tell my kids often is, if I'm awake, I want to make sure that I'm doing one of those things represented by my hand. And I show my hand all the time. And I, I repeat it over and over and over. Because the interesting thing about life is when you are followed around by a camera, if you were to do this exercise, a video camera recording everything you say and do, from the minute you wake up at 6 in the morning to the minute you go to bed at 10 p.m. at night, and it recorded every single thing you did, everything, everything you said, everybody you hung around with, every object you allowed into your life and into your body. What percentage of the waking hours in your life are you really focused on your five priorities? One of which, by the way, is your purpose. And for the vast majority of us globally, especially in America, a teeny tiny percentage of our life is focused on our declared priorities. Why is that? I think it's very simple. The whole world is designed to keep you distracted, to keep you focused on the election, to keep you focused on what someone on the right said versus someone on the left said. And I am not here to tell you that politics is not important. The political system in the United States is extremely important. But what makes the political system in the United States work efficiently is all of us being focused on our craft, being focused on loving what we do, being focused on being alive and being a contributing member of society and voting legally and being on purpose ultimately. That's what it's about. And if enough people get the benefit of the fruit of your energy, what happens is we build a great community. We build a great country. Unfortunately, so many of us have succumbed to the distraction and the lure 
of all of these nonsensical, time-wasting, massive distractions that show up as pop culture and show up as the latest fad and show up as the latest device and show up as the latest social media or networking platform. And all of these things are meant and designed. It's so deliberate and obvious. They are meant to distract us and keep us off of our purpose and contributing to society. Why do you think that's so? I don't know and I don't suspect that there's this massive um, agenda that's designed to do this to us. I think human beings are wired to be addicted to things. And since I know that, I don't bring cell phones into my home. I don't bring media into my home. I don't bring iPads into my home. I don't bring news into my home. I don't allow uh, the radio or the TV to be played in my house. I know that I'm an addicted human being just like you are. And so I have just simply gotten to the point in my life when I was about 16 where I said, I don't want any of this in my life. And so does that make me bizarre? In some people's eyes, it makes me bizarre. I think it makes me free. It allows me to take time on a Friday afternoon to do a podcast like this and to really be thoughtful about what message do I want to deliver to the world. I don't even want to take the step further and say that people that create this agenda or create these tools and these devices to keep us uh, dependent on electronics, etc. I don't want to even take the step and say they're evil. I think they're opportunists. Many of them are on their purpose. But we as human beings, I believe, have to wake up and realize, wait a minute, I am a human being. That means I'm addictive. Uh, or I should say that I'm capable of being addictive or addicted to, you know, fill in the box. Are you addicted to drugs, food, alcohol, exercise, work? Um, pop culture, sports, whatever it is, just recognize it. And my wife and I get into this debate all the time. I am 100% certain that I cannot control myself if there's junk food around. So I'm like, honey, I know I'm a human being, so just don't bring it to the house. I mean, it's that simple. I know if there's a TV somewhere, I'll probably watch it, so I don't have one. I know that, you know, if I bring devices with me everywhere I go, I'm going to use them, so I don't bring them. And it's very simple for me. Now, most people look at that and they laugh. They say, that's crazy. How could your kids not have cell phones? And as I mentioned in the blog, how I hear that question is very simple. I hear it as, how come your kids don't have heroin? Why would I give a child, and our kids are 6, 8, 10, and 12, a device that I am 100% certain, and the person teasing me is 100% certain, is a device that they will get addicted to. Why would I do that? It absolutely makes no logical sense to me. Now, you have to understand, I am not trying to convince you of anything. I'm simply talking to you about a perspective that I have on the world. You're going to do what you're going to do no matter what, because I have learned in my 57 years that people don't change unless they have a gun to their head. So 
no matter what I say now is not going to have you change. I understand that. But it will offer you a perspective. So when that gun is to your head, you'll go, oh, that's what he meant. So to me, your mindset is sacred. My children's mindset is sacred. Your children and grandchildren's mindsets are sacred. I think it's up to us as adults and as leaders to make sure that we're protecting the sacredness of our mindset. And what that means is instead of focusing on something you're going to do nothing about, zero, you're not going to quit your job and move to Washington and fix the electoral system. And by the way, I have to have a, a side note here. If, by the way, you are going to do that, God bless you and that's your purpose. But for the rest of you, since you're not going to do that, why let that massive cancer, destructive force, distraction, call it what you want, into your life? And that is my mindset of the month question for the BFS community. Thank you for listening. This is Rick Sapio signing off. Thank you for tuning in to the Business Finishing School podcast, where we teach you business growth simplified. For more information on Business Finishing School or their Business Growth Summit event, visit businessfinishingschool.com.